Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's episode 65 of The Guys. We're back. Another week, another episode. That's right. Uh, We got a lot to get into today. The vibe's a little off, obviously. It's been a tough week for the guys over here. Um, R.I.P. Dolph, but we are going to get into that in a second, man. How you feeling tonight, bro? Shit, I'm feeling great, man. Um, Just got back into gym-type vibes. I mean, not like I was out, but it's been a little... I've been a little slack in the past couple of weeks, you know what I mean? But... (laughs) It's especially important because we got the big turkey day Thursday, you know what I mean? <laughs> I got to make sure my stomach is looking right. I know I'm about to gain at least 10,000 that, that day. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm feeling great. Um, The weather definitely is the vibe that I'm feeling as well as you probably because yeah. both the squads lost. Um, The Steelers more so in a devastating fashion. I thought we were going to pull that out, but we'll get into all that. Tell them what else like about today, man. What came out? Yeah, man. So we got we got some stuff to get into today. And uh, we, first things first, we usually started off with the birthdays, but we had some pretty cool, pretty dope movies that came out today. We had Casino. That's right. Casino in 1995 with Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. Instant classic, man. I know that's one of your favorites. Also, we had Toy Story, everybody's favorite, obviously. The first Toy Story came out as well in 1995 today. Uh, shout out Woody and Buzz. <laughs> and uh, also, this is one of my personal favorites. Friday After Next came out today uh, in 2002. Shout out to Ice Cube, man. Yeah, that was a great movie. A great, obviously, sequel. Not all sequels are great. Um, as long as, as as well as Toy Story, yo, I, I kind of yeah. dig Toy Story two, Toy Story three. They were all cool. Yeah. Um, obviously the first one being the best in my opinion. Um, yeah, three, I think classics we can call yeah, them. Yeah, you know, honestly, uh, I've watched every single one more than once. So yeah, they, I, I like all three of them, man. Another thing that came out today, um, on the music aspect, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy dropped eleven years yeah. ago today. Um, it was Kanye West's fifth studio album. 13 tracks obviously was known as the album of the decade i completely agree um from production to lyricism to the visuals uh there was even like a 30 minute movie for power whatever that song that he dropped with pusha um yeah man i think that album is just a classic sci high pusha t um so appalled with jay-z that's one of my favorite songs ever um the lyrics in that are just insane Uh, i feel like kanye really mastered his whole like steez or whatever he was trying to do like you know what i mean like when college dropout came out obviously that's one of my favorite kanye albums i think it's a tie between these two but i feel like we got the best kanye we've ever gotten when my beautiful dark twisted fantasy dropped yeah i think that's when kanye i would say it was at his peak probably that was when the red yeezys were out yeah i think (laughs) i think kanye really really hit it with that one i mean i I think everybody else would agree it's definitely one of kanye's best albums uh he's ever dropped and uh there's just you gotta shout him out man i mean he just dropped donda i mean this 11 years ago we're talking and the guy's still relevant in the game today i mean kanye's just one of the greats man you gotta you gotta give him his respect so definitely yeah i feel like he's kind of off the music antics get him caught up Obviously, I can't back that up because <laughs> he is a little crazy. Yeah, but yeah. if I slightly had something to do, which I don't know if he did or not. Obviously, I wasn't there. I'm not fucking on the paparazzi shit. But <laughs> yeah. he 
the, the stories I'm hearing is he paid for his mother's plastic surgery and she died from it. So, like, he, he's kind of fucked up. I can't yeah, really hold no, it against I, him, honestly. I always think of that. I never faulted Kanye's, like, mental health. Obviously, you can't um, when it comes to that, you know, kind of situation. But, uh, you know, you, you almost or you definitely feel have to feel bad for him, man, in that situation. I know him and his mother were close. Uh, his mom was, meant a lot to him. So, uh, you know, hence why the album was named after his mother that he just dropped. So, uh, you definitely got to just commend Kanye for what he's been through, honestly, to still be, you know, on top of everything. I mean, he's he's in the fashion industry. He's into everything now. He's still making music. Uh, yeah, he's, he's never killed, not to cut you off, but he's never yeah. killed anybody. He's never yeah, got yeah. arrested. Like, you know, as he's far as I know in, I mean, of, like, yeah. he, he's kind of on some LeBron shit without the antics. Yeah, like, you I mean, know what I mean? He didn't get involved like, with the Kardashians. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Amber Rose. I, once I he got it. involved in yeah. the... No, I mean, I think that... I think the worst thing that Kanye might have done was that whole, you know, the awards, you know, with the yeah, Taylor Swift Yeah, let him have that Henny, man. Yeah, he brought a bottle of Henny, he pulled yeah, out. it was going lit. downhill from there. I think he was dating Amber Rose at that time, so yeah, that kind of explains everything. The yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> the shutter shades on, time, yeah. It's a different Kanye, but uh, yeah, man, shout out to Kanye, and also shout out to the fact that him and Drake just, just, I mean, they just made up, bro, it was just dope. I mean, you got two of the biggest artists, and, um, you know, you just gotta love that, but also... They're they're dropping a their concert no December ninth oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in L A bro it I mean the nosebleeds are two two four two ninety four each that's what I'm reading well you're seeing two goats man so uh, if you're willing to pay the price then shit man if it was closer I might I might have to hit it um, but we're gonna get into the birthday we got today well not today but it was uh, over the weekend we had Future's birthday man one of our favorite artists uh, I would say in the game probably the last five to ten years um but you gotta you gotta shout out future man 38 years old he's still killing it still doing his thing man futures dropped a lot of classics a lot of classic albums i mean you know but personally what would be your favorite i mean what's your favorite future project man oh man that's really really tough for me i love beast mode um i love my, I mean, my beautiful dark. I love fucking what a time to be alive. Yeah, with Jersey man, um, gotcha. yeah, definitely the collab we need album on we that. Need number two, man, yeah, I'm still waiting for it. Definitely number man. two on that, man. I know um, they've been in the studio recently, so yeah, we'll see what's up with that, man. But back to the favorites, gotta be March Madness, man. Um, I think I played every song on that album fifty or more times. Um, Purple coming in means something different to me, man. Uh, that I think that whole album dropped maybe a year before I went to college. And my freshman year of college, that's all I played. Shout out people that know, man. If you oh, listen yeah, to me, you went to college with me and shit, man. You already know. Um, I always played that album. Something about it, man. The vibe. Uh, DJ Esco, Metro booming on the shit, man. I, I don't know if Metro. I don't. I got to no, relook at it. it. I think it was Esco, just DJ yeah. Esco. Yeah, yeah he produced the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Esco, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Future and Esco, Future and Metro, they're the best collab, like, combos. I feel like they're, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Shaq and Kobe type vibes, man. I feel like you just can't go wrong. Um, I feel like they bounce off each other perfect. Him and Zaytoven, honestly, too. Yeah, like, yeah. I think Future is just really easy artist to work with. Obviously, I'm not a producer, so I can't really speak yeah, up on that. If but if you think about it, his flow is just so easy to work with. Yeah, they they all kind of have the same vibe as producers. I mean, every producer has their own flavor, obviously, but it's or their own style rather. But it, you know, really, 
I, I feel like Esco and Boomin kind of have that same vibe, and he he really rocks with it, man. It's like some Jordan Pippen, Shaq, Kobe type vibes when they get on a project together. Uh, but yeah, Fifty Six Nights definitely up there for me. I gotta say it's top one or two. Uh, and the other one being for me is DS Two, man. Dirty Sprite Two, Stick Talk, all that, man. Uh, blow a bag. I mean that shit just gets me. I I, I still listen. I was bumping it the other day. I mean I still bump that album like it dropped yesterday. Um, so shout out to Future Man. Left this with some great music. Uh, still making music and just producing bangers left and right still man so shout out to future 38 years old uh but next on the music topic man uh you really hate to talk about it you hate to hate to even see it happen but uh rp young dolph man for those of you that do know know that me and eek obviously heavy on young dolph man for years since we were in high school bro i mean we've been bumping dolph 36 years old, gone way too soon, man. Um, unfortunately, he was shot in Memphis. Uh, just picking up some cookies for his mom at the local cookie shop, man. He used to visit on a weekly basis. I mean, he was there like a week prior before the shooting. And, um, you know, it's just sad, man. So, uh, yeah, man. So, I, I don't know if you want to put your thoughts on it. Yeah, R.I.P. Dolph, man. Obviously, one of the favorite artists over here at the wise guys uh we definitely praised him a lot shout out everybody showing love man i knew we fucked with him the most over here yeah definitely, um man. we do nothing but play young Dolph, honestly uh for the past multiple i think 10 plus years honestly like yeah, I, it, yeah back, in, five, back in yeah, like, it, back in 2015 back in 2015 2014 is when we started getting heavy into Dolph. um his first mixtape paper route campaign came out in 2008 so that just gives you the longevity Uh, i think his years active was 2006 so that just shows that he's been in this for a long long time um 2010 he formed paper route entertainment his own label um it, it was rumored that he was offered 22 million for a deal and he denied that shit because he was still with the independent shit i think young duff is just he just moves different he always had that mafia mentality he wants to do the best for his fam and him and the people around him and shit rather than just be quick to jump on a check you know what i mean like the money can't i feel like no more like not even a billion dollars could have bought Dolph. like you know what i mean fuck everybody is saying he sold his soul and shit with that whole shit like i'm not one real big in conspiracy theories and shit so i'm not even gonna get into all that but in 2017 he signed key glock cousin by marriage man that was i was kind of shocked when i found that out man that they were even cousins um i was listening to them for a good three to four years without even knowing that um i I just think there was no better duo that flowed off each other like they did uh we know glock's going through a rough time right now but he had two kids as well so prayers up for them man as long as as well as his wife excuse me um Tons of paid respect from other rappers, man. That honestly put a smile on my face that yeah, day. Definitely. Uh, probably the only smile I had that day. Uh, I just got to, I guess, get away from the negativity part, man. What's your favorite Dolph album? Let's bring a little light to this. Yeah, man. Um, you, you know, it was it was definitely a sad day. Um, but we're going we gonna to try to, you know, celebrate his life. Obviously, keep his legacy alive. Keep his music going. Um, but I got to say, man... Probably my favorite albums by Dolph. Definitely got to be Role Model. He dropped that in 2018. A lot of bangers on that, John. Thinking Out Loud in 2017, we bumped that in the old whip, man, all the time. And uh, Rich Slave, 2021, that was a newer album. Uh, bumped that, John, heavy. Obviously, Dumb and Dumber as well. We, that's the tour we went to back in 2020. They dropped it in 2019. Him and Glock, that was a collab uh, album there. And uh, they actually wound up dropping a part two to that. Just as fire, just as dope. We were so hyped when he dropped that, John. Uh, just They dropped that what? I think it's longer than a few months ago but 
they dropped it this year and uh they just dro- they dropped uh, a new album actually uh in a paper route illuminati uh that was fire man he had and, that, and that's the type of dude Dolph was man he put all his young upcoming artists on it it was like a label album you know what i mean he had snoop bands on it he had moochie on it man shout out to moochie met him at the show uh kenny money i think he was locked up at the time that the album came out but they had him on the album and again this is just the type of dude Dolph was man uh, he did good things for the community. He gave away his Lambo. The giveaway, what was that, last year, bro? We entered that giveaway, I think, a couple times. We sent the email in, uh, try to win the Lambo. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man. And the story, what I love, is uh, one of the, you know, uh, stories about Dolph. Uh, was when he, in uh, Rolling Loud, when he brought the two people, uh, the two college students that were working at a cafe at Duke University, I believe, uh, they got fired for <laughs> for bumping Get Paid. Uh, a lot of people, even if you don't really know Dolph, you might know that song, Get Paid. It's one of his, you know what I mean, well-known songs. Um, but two, two cafe employees got fired. He actually flew these two employees out to Rolling Loud, put them on the stage in front of thousands of people, told people why he did it, and then turned around and gave them both 20K each and then performed Get Paid. So that's the type of bull Dolph was, man. So you just got to commend him for the career that he had, type of dude that he was, man. Again, he uh, was a loving father as well. He had two young kids. So, uh, I, you know, the only good thing is about this is that at least his family will get the royalties, get the money uh, behind his music. So he owned all the rights, so you just got to love that. Yeah, 100%, man. And this is definitely the Get Back crew. I know Dave, you know what he's talking about, man. I peeped you out on Twitter, man. Yo, 10 murders have occurred since Dolph's death. I mean, we don't condemn that. But it just shows that they're not getting away with this, man. Um, This was the wrong group to fuck with, in my opinion. Um, We saw 6ix9ine is still alive. That kind of really pisses me off, Um, especially that OTF shit. Um, I'm not one to get into all this crew's harder than this crew. Uh, this town's harder than this, this town type yeah, bullshit, yeah, yeah. but that that does raise eyebrows for me, man. I mean, I, I feel like Paper Route's gonna definitely, definitely retaliate. Um, obviously, I'm not a snitch. <laughs> you yeah. can not count me for that. I don't have any affiliation with them, but just from a fan point standpoint and a real nigga standpoint, I feel like they're just nobody to be frauds, and yeah, it just man. makes me a little questionable why Six Nine still alive. Yeah, and I mean, why Lil Tim's still alive? Yeah, oh, that you know what I mean. You know what I'm getting yeah, at? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I feel exactly. like Memphis is riding for theirs. We talked, yeah, we talked about this before. Obviously, I mean, um, you know, you expected to see something like you know Vaughn's crew, you know, get back or whatever. Uh, you know, we don't want to really talk on this too heavily, but it is what it is, man. I mean, when you look at it as you know, put your off in their shoes i mean if something happened to one of us bro i know one of us is riding definitely making sure something happens um just you know for moral i moral reasons honestly it's just how you know we were brought up bro so you know it is what it is whether people like to hear that or not um but yeah paper out empire man they real man it's just and you y'all see it i mean it is what it is i mean there's been 10 murders since Dolph got murdered and you know there's there's people that are angry man they're upset they lost you know he was like a he was like the mayor in the city over there man yeah if anything man i i think when he got shot back in 2017 that was his time if any if he didn't like you know what i mean he didn't die then then it just shouldn't have happened man that's what really irks me man if it it was gonna happen it should have happened then yeah now wasn't the right time man he wasn't caught up in though he was 36 yeah Uh, he was talking about retiring from rap to be with his family like now wasn't the time man yeah man i mean and you see all these videos he really spent a lot of time with his family his wife and his kids uh really set up his kids too and this is another point i want to bring up 
uh, every year for their kid for his kid's birthday, he would buy them a property. I mean, Dolph owned over a hundred properties in real estate. Uh, he had his head right, man. He was about his money. He he's about putting his family on. Um, obviously Glock, he's he's next man to carry the torch. So shout out to Paper Route Empire, man. We had to take a few minutes to just discuss all that. Again, y'all know how much we fuck with Paper Route. And Young Dolph, obviously. So, uh, again, we're going to keep his legacy alive. Keep bumping his music every day like we've been for the last how many years. And uh, just shout out Dolph, man. This is one last time I got to say it, man. Rest in peace, Dolph. Um, But we're going to move on to the sports section of this episode and get off the sad subject right now. I'm getting sad talking about it, bro. But we're going to get on to the sports stuff. Something a little more positive, especially for my Philly people out there. Uh, For the MLB news, we got Bryce. Bryce Harper taking home the NL MVP. I love this man. Uh, I've been praising Bryce all year. He's play, played some of the best baseball of his career this season. Uh, you just love to see it. Two-time NL MVP in his career. And I think there's very few uh, active and past players that have done that, um, you know, to well to still be active and, and have two MVPs. Uh, so, you know, it's just really – you just love to see it. I mean, for us not making the playoffs – you just love to see at least Bryce because he put in as all this year. Uh, just unfortunately, the rest of the team, uh, we just had some issues. So, But Bryce definitely deserved it, man. Yeah, 100%, man. You know how I feel about uh, Bryce. Uh, Reese is my favorite Philly right now. I mean, I know that's crazy to say. Uh, but Bryce, man, gets my respect. He gets I mean, all my Reese. respect. Yeah, he gets all my respect, man. Uh, Harper captured 17 of the 31st place votes. Uh, second was uh, Tatis and Soto. Uh, had six first place yeah, votes. Yeah, real quick. I mean, shout out to Tatis and Soto. Not to cut you off, man. I mean, we're really big fans of them guys this year. You know, I love Tatis, bro. I mean, um, Soto. I know you're heavy on Soto. Um, you know, so just shout out them as well. I mean, they've really played excellent baseball. It's a shame. I mean, even Bryce dealt with an injury, and I know, I know Tatis did. I don't know about Soto, but uh, Tatis missed some games this year uh, due to shoulder injury, etc. But shout out to them guys as well, man. Especially being 22 years old, I believe both of them are 22. So these are young, young guys. I think Bryce is 27, so, um, you know, uh, or 29, rather. So, but, yeah, so, you know, it's just dope, man. I mean, to see the talent that baseball has right now, dope, dope thing. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, Speaking of Bryce, he became the fourth player since 2000 to win multiple MVPs before turning 30. Mm -hmm. Some people on that list uh, you might have heard of, Mike Trout, Albert (laughs) Pujols, Alex Rodriguez, Mike Schmidt, the own Philly Uh, legend. Uh, He presented uh, Harper with the award. Um, Harper raved about the moment, man. He was hype about Philly's fans. I mean, yeah, Philly's fans. He was saying that Philly fans, they just want you to be in the moment. They just want you to work hard. They want you to put all so your passionate. energy in. Yeah, just don't be half-assed. Uh, and Philly's fans will love you, man. That's all they want. They want to see, even if they're not, even if they're not seeing wins on the scoreboard. I feel like, like I'm obviously not a Philly fan of any team, yeah. which is kind of crazy. But I feel like Philly's fans just, even if the score is. 40 to 3 as long as somebody put up like 300 yards and like you know what i mean yeah. you know what I, you know what i'm getting at like yeah. it's the eagles fan perspective like i just feel like they want them to do their best like if they just, fucking if the sixers lost by 20 as long as Allen iverson took fucking 80 shots like you, yeah. you know what i mean that yeah, type no. shit like just, just don't give up philly just wants to see passion i mean you know the fan base is passionate um so they just want to see passion out of their players i understand that being a philly fan other than football obviously i know it's a shock to some of y'all being a, me being a cowboys fan uh, but i am all philly except for football um so you know you just gotta 
I don't know, man. They just want to see passion out of their players, and that's one thing I wanted to bring up about Bryce, and that's why I love him so much on the Phillies. This guy, man, he puts effort into every single play. He tries to make a play. Um, even when he doesn't, and the very few times that he doesn't, you know, he's always going hard, 100, giving it his all. Even if we're down 10-1, to 1, this guy's still trying to win a game. So you just got to love to see that. Um, in the second half of this in this season, he won, uh, he batted 338 476 and uh 713 <laughs> and Soto was right there with him um so he wasn't he wasn't that far behind but you know you just got to commend Bryce for the season season that he had I'm getting fumbled on my words here <laughs> but uh yeah so I mean I don't know man you just got to love the guy uh and especially you know he came out and said he just wants to be a Philly for the rest of his career he loves the city loves playing for us he wants to bring a chip back yeah for sure man but what comes with that is a lot of money so I know he signed that big contract for a lot of years. Uh, I'm on board with that. But it has stopped you guys from getting other big names in the past. I just want to know, who do you want to see on the Phillies and why? Well, I think we really need shortstop help right now. Um, so I know there was talks of, you know, Carlos Correa because he's leaving the Astros probably. Uh, Seager. Seager's a big name. Uh, I wouldn't be mad if we got, you know, guys at that level. Um, but I think we need shortstop help for sure. I think if, I don't know, Corey Seager, I would like him. I mean, on the team, I know he had a little decline in the postseason. Uh, but uh, all in all, I think he's a talented guy. Uh, all, you know, but I think bring him one big name to Philly, regardless whether it's a shortstop or if it's an outfielder. Um, I do think we need help. Uh, definitely need bullpen help pitching. Uh, shout out to also, man. Shout out to Zach Wheeler also being in the um, – the Cy Young race, and he was he was up there, man. He he did have an incredible season. I'd like to see him be a Philly for a long time as well. Yeah, I I agree with you on that uh, with the Seager and the shortstop thing. But call me crazy, man. I feel like your biggest weakness is center field. I think you guys need a new center fielder. I think well, you guys go after Starling Mart. That's why. What, yeah. What's your thoughts on that? No, I do I, like he that. was killing it for the A's. That's why, like I said, man, it's shortstop or an outfield, uh, center field to be exact. I mean, uh, you know, we got Bryce over there in right field and left you guys field. Guys, that that Janikowski guy, if I'm not mistaken, or yeah, who, the hell young, was, who was playing center field? Young guy. Well, we had a double. We brought him back. Yeah, he was yeah, playing yeah. center field, and then they also brought back um, what's his name, man? I'm drawing a blank. Fuck. Um, uh, it was a double and. Freddie Galvis. Yeah, Freddie Galvis. Galvis. Freddie Galvis. I don't know why I drew a blank right there. Philly uh, legend back then. He was probably one of the best players we had about, you know, five years ago. <laughs> Maybe a little longer than that. But uh, they brought him back. He's kind of like a utility guy. They use him everywhere. So they were using him in center field along with a double. Uh, they really don't have a solid piece in center field. So I'd like to see Mark come uh, and check him out and, you know, see what he could do for or, us. Or um, what about Freddie Freeman, man? Uh, first base <laughs> over there. Do you guys think you need a first baseman? Well, Reese is our first baseman, so I, I, I like Reese, man, just like you said. I mean, he's your favorite player on our squad. Oh, 100%. I, I think Reese is solid. But does Reese want to be with Philly? You think Reese wants oh, to yeah, stay? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think his him and Bryce's um, chemistry, I would say, you know, JT, Bryce, Reese, uh, them kind of guys, they all have chemistry, man. Uh, so those are kind of like the anchors to the team, in my opinion. Uh, so I think you've got to keep a guy like Reese. And especially, I mean, you got to remember, up until the end of the season, he got hurt. And we it was a huge loss to us. I think that's why we missed the playoffs, if you ask me. One player can really make an impact when you're dealing with a short staff, <laughs> like the Phillies were. Uh, so he was a big piece for us. He led our team in homers halfway through the year until Bryce 
uh, caught up. But, you know, so I, I would love to see Reese come back at first base. I don't think first base is an issue really for us. They even throw JT at first base sometimes. I think that's a little desperate. Um, but we do have Knapp that comes in for catcher. He's not too bad uh, as a backup. But I do like uh, I do like Reese at first. Yeah, for sure, man. I agree with you on that. I think your biggest concerns are pitching, center field, and shortstop. shortstop. But I don't know. We'll see what they do, man. Uh, the the Philly, go, Philly so. isn't really known for getting those big-time names, in my opinion. Travis Story, um, maybe. I think Bryce is the biggest name y'all had got. But we'll see how it works out, man. I feel like uh, the, the city is getting a little tired, a little antsy, a yeah, little I irritable. Mean, I feel like that'll maybe make them make a move. Without a playoff um, appearance. I mean, it has to make them make a move. Um Joe Girardi, I feel like he's not really the best, but he's not the worst. So money reasons, if you guys could just get better players, just stick to him. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like it, it is a little – I know it was a gut punch seeing Gabe Kepler win oh, yeah, NL was. Manager of the Year. How, how, what, what's your thoughts on that? I know yeah. you don't think he fit Philly right, but to win Manager of the Year, what, what's your thoughts? Yeah, man, um, I think he's right where he belongs. And his team didn't win the series. Yeah, I think he's right where he belongs over there in San Francisco. Uh, he's definitely a Cali guy to me. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I just think he wasn't Philly, man. He didn't fit. And the players clearly showed that, Bryce being one of them. I think they just didn't mesh. We do apologize. We had some technical difficulties there, but, uh, you know, we are resuming. We are back. Uh, so we are going to pick up where we left off. Uh, so we were talking about Bryce Harper, NL MVP, uh, getting that and uh, shout him out. But Yeah, and Gabe Kepler is just not meant for the Phillies. So yeah. I, I, I just think that's what it was, man. The, the episode cut because we were talking Gabe Kepler. We were giving him a little bit too much light. Um, I think him winning NL Manager of the Year was more so of his team. Honestly, if we're being honest, but yeah, I do, we'll, I do we'll, think we'll that. get a little bit more into the Phillies, man. Um, I want to ask you a very important question. Do you guys make it back to the World Series or do the Philadelphia Eagles make it to the Super Bowl first? <laughs> Which happens first? Uh, this is not being biased, obviously, but um, the, the Phillies will definitely win a World Series before the Eagles go back to the promised land and win a Super Bowl. That was a once in a lifetime thing for my Eagles fans out there. So I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, and soaked it up, and, you know, I know it's a little – it's kind of like history at this point now. I mean, it was 2017, we're in 2021, almost 22, and it's probably going to be another 60 years before they see one. Uh, so I definitely think that the Phillies do have a chance to make it uh, with this team. If you add some additions to it, add to the bullpen, I could see them making a nice run, man. I think we were just – we just squeaked out, uh, just missed the playoffs this year. The Braves, unfortunately, were the ones to knock us out. And, uh, again, man – I just want to see what they come back with this season. And I, th I think they can make it maybe within the next few years if they add some the right additions before Bryce, you know, gets too old. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's definitely got some baseball left in him. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I do feel like uh, MLB is a really hard sport to get to the playoffs even. Uh, with so the amount games. of games, yeah. yeah, the amount of people you have to rely on. Uh, you have all nine batters. You have to have at least, in my opinion, three sluggers or – at least three people that make constant contact with the ball, batting above a 300, you know what I mean? Um, I, it, it just sucks. You need a lot to win. I think the Dodgers have shown that last year, and the Braves have shown a little bit of the other side of it. Like, you can possibly squeak out a win with the, the troops. Like, you know what I mean? I think they had their best player out, in my opinion, Acuna, and they still wound up winning the World Series. Like, I feel like that's the Cowboys – Losing Ezekiel Elliott and still winning the World Series. Like, I mean, the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy how they did it, man. 
Yeah, I mean, it is a talented uh, stack team. I can't lie. I mean, Ozzy Albies, Freddie Freeman, uh, Solar, guys like that, I mean, really made an impact on the team. Uh, they made some good additions to the team as well, especially when Acuna got hurt. Uh, so and even them winning the World Series with Charlie Morton going out with that injury, that, that, that just that puts was, a more like yeah. stamp on it. I think they were the hungrier team. Obviously, we're not happy talking this Dodgers fan, Phillies fans, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But got to give respect where it's due. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, when it comes to the Atlanta Braves, you do. Uh, but <laughs> Jock uh, Peterson, uh, this guy's I favorite. fucking hate that guy. Uh, but it's <laughs> Jock, if you're listening, let me get the ones, uh, please. <laughs> but we are going to move on to the next Philly team. The Sixers, we're not going to get too heavy on this. But, man, they are 10th right now in the East. Way different than when we started. Uh, they're currently 9-8. and eight. They lost four of the last six games. What's your thought on the Sixers not being a Sixers fan? Just an outsider looking in kind of thing. So the Sixers have a little bit they have to work on. Um, the chemistry is a little iffy this year. I know Seth Curry has been iffy as well. Um, Tobias missed a couple of games because of COVID, I think. Um, Joel Embiid obviously missing a couple of games because of COVID, but he might be missing some more because of something else they're not telling us. I don't know, man. I feel like there's a lot of ifs with the Sixers organization. If Joel Embiid stays healthy, if uh, Matisse doesn't like, you know what I mean? Like he could stay healthy. I know he was dealing with COVID as well. Uh, numerous Sixers players dealing with COVID issues. I know that's not really a injury prone kind of thing, but it does it matters it affects you, uh, yeah, yeah if they're not there they're not there so yeah. no matter what in like issue it is so they just need to be there and i don't know how much i can rely on the whole starting five to be there yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, but I think this team's 100% healthy. They are a factor, obviously, in the East. They are one of the best teams. Uh, but, again, they're not always healthy, so that's the issue here. Uh, yeah, so, Tyrese Maxey is just uh, something I want to get into, man. What's, yeah. what's your thoughts on how he's been elevating the squad and yeah, you read just my mind. nonstop dropping 20 points? Yeah, definitely read my mind. Um, I think he might be averaging 20 at this point. I'm not sure the exact number. Uh, but he's been had a couple 30 clips this year. Uh, you just got to love the kid, man. He's very explosive. We talked to him before we praised him before uh he's very explosive he wants time man he just wants the ball in his hand he reminds me of uh ai vibe in a way you know i i'm not saying he's Allen iverson pump the brakes i'm just saying that he gives me that vibe uh he where he's hungry he wants the ball he drives in the paint no matter how little he is man he looks so small in the court uh but he, he gets in there man and he makes plays and i think he's good for this team he added a different vibe a different spark to the team i feel like without ben simmons being on the court and um it's definitely a different style of play as well um so i think they're trying to get used to that with the chemistry but all in all he's a great player man and i would love to see him stick around in philly for the years to come um guys like tease as well making plays seth curry when he shows up he shows up but he's kind of been inconsistent uh, especially the past week or so i, I just feel like past two weeks he's he's just been kind of mia sometimes man he's just not he's going two for ten from three it's just not you know i i heard that uh, the comment he made about, uh, you know, wanting to, to bring a three-point contest to back home because his brother did and his father did. But, man, going two for ten is not going to do it. So uh, so we need more out of Seth, man. I like Seth. I'm a Seth fan. But I just got to see more consistency out of him, especially when we need him to step up. Um, but to Toby, man, we got to bring up Tobias Harris as well before we get off the Sixers talk. Tobias Harris has to be one of the most consistent 
players on this team. Uh, I've been stressing that since last season. Uh, this is your 20-point-a-game guy. Uh, he's getting him boards in without him beat on the court. And uh, speaking of boards as well, Drummond. I mean, Andre Drummond it definitely was a big, huge pickup for this team, uh, especially with Joel's health. And I think they realized that. So I, I like the um, the switch for Howard kind of. like It wasn't a switch, but I'm saying I like them replacing Drummond with, uh, you know, uh, yeah, replacing Drummond with Howard. Uh, with Howard, yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. I definitely understand. Um, the Sixers, man, we definitely have to talk about their perseverance still because even with Joel Embiid out, they still managed to win a couple of games. They squeaked in that they shouldn't have ha- shouldn't have won. Uh, more the so Nuggets. the Nuggets, yeah. yeah. With yeah. they had Jokic. I know they're missing Jamal Murray, but that was still a huge win, a huge confidence boost. But I want to see them prevail and start winning a little more. It starts with them playing the Kings tonight. Uh, so we'll see how they do there. Um, I think they are expecting Matisse to be off a minutes restriction. We'll see how that goes. Shake Milton has been stepping it up a little bit the past couple of games. But we'll move on to the NFL, man. It was a crazy, crazy Sunday. Jonathan Taylor making his case for the MVP of the year award Five with Derrick Henry going out. I think it's safe to say that he is the best running back in the NFL. I agree. Um, especially with Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb excuse me, missing with COVID and stuff last week. But he did come back this week. But the story was Jonathan Taylor. Um, we'll get into the Cowboys, man, to start it off. Uh, we'll get the bad vibes out of the way first. Um, <laughs> The game, kind of to me, was not really anything. It didn't prove anything to either team, to, in my opinion. Uh, the Chiefs just proved that they're still not putting 30 points on the board regularly. Uh, the Cowboys held them to 19, and I'm pretty sure everybody was healthy, including Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, his first game back. Um, it just showed that the Cowboys were injured. Uh, CeeDee Lamb leaving with a concussion by halftime. Mari Cooper not even starting and playing in the game. Uh, Tony Pollard, Randy Gregory, not Tony Pollard, Tyrone Smith, Randy Gregory. Um, injuries just uh, fucked the game up, in my opinion, on your guys' end. You guys couldn't go with the game plan that you guys really wanted to. Yeah, 100%. Um, I'm, I'm not sweating. I'm not nervous at all, for those of you that are wondering. Uh, it, it's, it is what it is, man. I, I mean, when you got, you know, big starters, five, six big starters out like that, uh, and you don't have the depth to cover it, it shows. Uh, Tyron Smith, man, when he's not on the field, you see it all the time. I mean, this is the past few years. When this guy does get hurt or he's not on the field for some reason, that left side collapses tremendously. And he's rated as the best left tackle this season, so that goes to show you it's not really an excuse uh, when he lets up zero tackles, zero sacks this year, um, and he does that every year. Uh, so Tyron Smith being out, as you said, uh, C.D. Lamb, the whole second half, not having him, that hurts, especially when you start at the game without Amari Cooper, your wide receiver one technically um and, and you know randy gregory d law i mean the list goes on we have a lot of starters out right now it did it did show and um we still could have came out and won the game which makes me proud as a cowboys fan uh some takeaways in the game uh i think mahomes threw two picks and uh shout out to micah parsons though i gotta praise this kid again week in and week out uh two sacks on the day and i don't know how many tackles but he's really making his case solid for defensive rookie of the year uh he's the kid's playing in a position that he didn't even get drafted for. He's got nine or ten sacks on the year, um, and this is the first Cowboy to have this many sacks since the DeMarcus Ware in 2005, so you just got to love that. Um, but I'm all right with my team having two losses to the two Super Bowl, uh, to the two teams that were in the Super Bowl last year. I mean, I'm not too worried about it. We're seven and three. I think we bounce back against uh, Las Vegas on Thursday, Thanksgiving. I'll be eating my turkey and uh, watching 
our team get back, man. I hopefully they let Zeke eat on Thanksgiving. It's only right. Uh, I feel like he usually has a big day. And, uh, you know, we just got to get back. We got to, you know, come in Thursday, get the win, and just keep rolling, keep showing people who we are. So. Yeah, I agree on that. I think the Cowboys do bounce back, especially with Tyrone Smith coming back in the works, possibly. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I definitely expect maybe D-Law to show up within the next two weeks. Uh, I think I've been hearing talks about that as well. Yeah. But I don't want to get too much on the Cowboys-Chiefs because, like I said, I don't think that really was a game to prove anything with the amount of injuries that were in that no. game. I don't I think mean, he, neither team was fully, fully yeah. healthy. Uh, you just it, it sucks. I don't think that game was anything that we expected it to be going into the season. I, I we see that on the schedule. We think every team fully healthy going against. It. No, I just don't think that's what we got. But I want to bring up the disappointments of the week. The Titans uh, did they get exposed without? Der- Are we finally seeing the Titans that we thought we would see without Derrick Henry? Yeah, I think it's catching up to them. I mean, on the day you had AP still running the ball out there on the field, man. Uh, I don't know how old he is at this point, but. But I guess he's got some gas left in the tank. Nine carries, 40 yards, not too, too crazy. Not, didn't have a touchdown on the day. Uh, but I think they're really showing the injuries are showing on this team. Ryan Tannehill, uh, just I, I don't think this is anything new from Tannehill. I think Tannehill can be a good quarterback uh, certain weeks. And certain weeks he plays like this. Um, you know, he, he did have 323 yards, but on the other hand, he had one touchdown, four interceptions, which is not going to get it done. So Houston winds up taking the win, 22 to 13 on the day. I think that kind of threw us all by uh, threw us all off, I should say. Uh, but the next game we're going to get into the disappointment. Um, it, uh, I, I knew this was going to be a good game. I did expect uh, Buffalo to come out, but we had the Colts-Buffalo. 41 points the Colts put up on the Bills to 15. Uh, Carson Wentz didn't have an incredible day. Uh, 11 for 20, 106 yards and one touchdown. Josh Allen with 209 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. The story of this game is what you were just talking about i mean jonathan taylor jt our boy man 32 carries 185 yards four tutties four rushing tutties he also had a receiving tutty uh you gotta love that and uh you know so i I don't know man was this worse bills or better colts do you think they're getting a click in or what uh i think this was more worse bills i think they don't have a run game and i think that's just going to truly hurt them and i don't think they'll ever win uh, in a Super Bowl, honestly, without the run game, uh, you got Matt Breda in running five carries for 51 yards. Um, I, I just think the teams expose them. And if you stop the pass and you don't have a run game, then you can't get play action going. There's just a lot of downhill factors to that. Um, obviously, the Colts have a run game. It shows that maybe with a more dominant run game that you could win more games with a slightly above average quarterback like Carson Wentz, only throwing for 106 yards and a touchdown. Um, it just shows that the Colts are not a team to sleep on, honestly. I think that defense is going. I think that the Buffalo Bills are just overrated. And I've been telling you that, bro, since week one. I know you're heavy on the Bills. I know it pains you. But are you are you going to agree with me, man? Do you think they're no, overrated? Um, I think uh, multiple people came into this season saying they're a Super Bowl caliber team. I, I just don't see Super Bowl when I watch the Bills. Yeah, in a messy AFC, I mean, coming into this year, I definitely was praising the Bills. I still was up until pretty much last week. Uh, I think the Bills, you know, are, they're just kind of lost at the moment. I mean, you um, have four guys rushing for 91 yards. 
Yeah, and no, I mean, the run game is not a strong factor uh, by any means. Uh, but, you know, the, the biggest part about this day was probably Stephon Diggs getting two touchdowns. But he only had 23 yards on the day. Uh, Dawson Knox led the, led the team in receiving yards with 80 yards, no touchdown. But he had six receptions for 80 yards. Also won me a bet. Shout out to Dawson Knox, man. He's probably one of the best tight ends in the league this year despite his team. Um, but I really, really, it just comes down. Honestly, I know they don't have the run game. I know the defense has been sus. I really just expected Josh Allen to play better football this year. I feel like he's not playing at the MVP level that I really expected to see from him this year. I mean, I'm high on Josh Allen. That's why I'm so heavy on the Bills or was heavy on the Bills. Uh, I like Diggs. I think he's one of the best receivers. But again, they're just not getting it clicking, man. And I don't know if it's just not having a run game or what, but they got to figure something out. Yeah, I agree with you on that, man. Um, another team that I really, really want to get into. I know you're not much of a fan of them, but the Philadelphia Eagles, man. Um, does it have you nervous as a Cowboys fan? Uh, they're, they're, they're climbing back up in the division, man. Uh, we'll go over their remaining games. They have the New York Giants, the New York Jets, the Washington football team, the New York Giants, the Washington football team, and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, well, I think so. My whole opinion on this is I feel like the Eagles honestly went out. Like, and that's very scary to say because I feel as though the game that you guys see them in the last game of the season might be more so of a rest game, depending on how you guys finish off the season. We might not even see Dak and Zeke that game, depending depending on how Jerry Jones looks at that game. Like, if, if he wants to just say, fuck you, Eagles, we're starting our starters. Uh, I just feel like you guys are going to be more so in a better position to rest your guys. And it might be a playoff implication for the eagles man i don't know what's your thoughts on that well if that's the case honestly you're definitely going to see the starters on the field and if that's the case for philly it's going to get scary man it might get rowdy that week is what i'm getting at it might get rowdy i mean i think we come to philly to see them i'm excited man i i just love those matchups i love those games uh i know phillies fans or eagles fans are getting excited you know they're rolling they just beat the no offense saints i get it i get it uh but pump the brakes man i i I don't care if they win the rest of their games the next four weeks when they come see us again they're going to get a smack in the face like they did the first game and we're probably going to drop 40 plus again uh so it, it is what it is I am going to talk my shit when it comes to the Eagles. I can say that they played well uh, the past few weeks. And, um, you know, Jalen Hurts looks like he's doing something. I, I, you know, I don't know if I really trust him still really fully. But, uh, again, this was a Saints team that isn't that good this year. Uh, You just have to bring that up and make it a point. Um, You know, they said the same thing last week when we pummeled Atlanta. Uh, You know, don't get hype, it's Atlanta. So don't get hype, it's the Saints. Uh, So, you know, again, man i think bottom line is uh when our when we get our guys back we're just going to pick back up where we left off um and i I don't know i I really don't think they have a shot at the nfc east if the game comes down to it to to go you know for them to squeak in the playoffs the last game i just pray for them that's all i can say yeah man i agree with you on that uh do i think the eagles are going to go on this little run yes do i think they'll make the playoffs i'll tell you what i don't know i gotta sneak one more thing in if y'all want you know I know you're excited. You want to go on a run. If the Giants lose tonight against the Bucks, next week see Philly and beat Philly, I'm walking around like Conor McGregor, man. I'm swinging my arms. I'm talking my shit, so get ready. Get ready, my fellow Eagles fans. Get ready. Because if the Giants beat y'all, I don't want to hear nothing about making the playoffs. I just don't want to hear it. So you heard it here first, man, uh, <laughs> from the Cowboys fan himself. We'll see. We'll see. I do think the Eagles, like I said, I think they go on a little run here to finish out the season. 
Will they make the playoffs? I will faithfully say it depends on what the Cowboys do. If they start the starters last week, if they don't, we'll see how that ends up. But I mean, this week of Sunday, I mean, the, this week of Sunday, this NFL Sunday was kind of crazy, man. Um, multiple people in a fantasy league put up 150 plus points. Um, it was a huge day for fantasy. Um, I beat the bull by <laughs> a lot. Um, I did get my revenge. I feel like I was. Building a nice team, honestly. My people were asleep. Please don't sleep on Pat Fryermuth. He's won me money in two straight weeks. So speaking of him, we will get on the Steelers a little bit before we finish this episode out. Um, and I want to get on more so with it, back on the injuries. like Because this is what I'm going to allude to, how we lost the game. We did not have Joe Hayden. We didn't have TJ Watt. We didn't have Mika Fitzpatrick due to COVID. Um, three huge stars on our defense. They really make an impact. Um, and I'm really tired of people saying, or not saying, but basically dismissing the fact that stars matter to teams. Uh, if a star is injured, that really matters. There's no no excuses type rule. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, TJ Watt not being on our team is a huge yeah. downfall for us. He's our best player on the team. I'm faithfully, and I believe that. Um, like you said, Randy Gregory, I think that's a huge loss for you guys. Cooper, huge loss. Um it just shows, man. When teams are injured, it just shows. So and I, I just think that we got to get past the fact that, oh, the Cowboys, now they're in trouble. No, I, I don't think they're in trouble at all. I just think that people are injured. I, I think that's a thing. Like, <laughs> every team that loses doesn't have to be in trouble. I just think there are injuries. <laughs> like, you get what yeah, I'm saying? Now, we're not, yeah, suddenly we're not. Well, you yeah, know, every ass. team has to be in trouble as soon as they lose. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't I don't get that narrative. Yeah, again, man, I'll say it one more time for the haters. I mean, I'll take my two losses of the year being to the two teams that were playing in the Super Bowl last season. Uh, that just goes to say, speak for itself. And, again, we played these two teams and their home, home field. So we went to KC. We did lose. Uh, but we also held them under 20 points, one of the you know best offenses coming into this season. Again, they were in the Super Bowl last year playing against the Bucks, which is only only the other Cowboy loss. Uh, and again, that loss was in Tampa Bay. They're, the whole ring ceremony and, you know, missed by a field goal that Greg Zerline fucked it up for us. But again, man, I'm off that. It's the past. But again, I'm just reiterating the fact that I'm okay with my two losses being to the two teams that played in the bowl last year. I think that's a huge point. Yeah, 100%, man. I agree with you on that. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's going to be a fun second half of the season yep. i think we're going to find out a lot of teams uh, i think the eagles are going to get the phillies hopes up a little bit on this <laughs> run uh and i'm going to sit back and kind of giggle at it and laugh just as my cowboys nature you know what i mean i just got to do it so yeah we'll know. see we'll <laughs> see man we'll see which teams get in which teams uh do the most with what they got i'm hoping that covid really doesn't play a part in the second half of the season as much as it did the first uh, a lot of key players missed the first half of the season um, I do not want to see that in the playoffs slash Super Bowl at all. That would be pain. Um, all we could do is just hope for continuous good football and healthy football, man. I feel like we really, barring Derrick Henry, um, we really haven't had a super superstar that's just been out of the game injured. You know what I mean? We haven't lost any yet. And I'm hoping it just stays that way, man. And I'm hoping that the the training apparently and the practices just fucking get a little lighter like <laughs> yeah. everybody's tearing their acl yeah. in practice um back to the players yeah we did lose robert woods that, that was a huge one honestly um derrick henry and robert woods 
uh, let's not lose anymore. Yeah, I mean, and we've seen Saquon, Christian McCaffrey still being missing games. Uh, it's just a shame, man. But shout out to Christian McCaffrey also coming back with Cam Newton. Uh, he's back, if you didn't hear. Uh, but, yeah, I think that pretty much concludes what's this week 11 that we're on now. So I can't believe it. We're in week 11 already of the NFL. It always seems to go by way too quick. I love NFL season. Uh, favorite, favorite season I always get um, hype about. And, uh, you know, so it is what it is, though. I think that concludes this episode, though. Episode 65. We did have some technical difficulties. We're going to try to figure this one out. And (laughs) we will be back next week. If you made it this far, we appreciate the love and support. Keep keeping the page for the content every day. And uh, that's pretty much it, man. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace. R.P. Dolph.